Welcome to Spritz and Scrums, a podcast by three Benetton fans with a love for Aperol and all things Rugby Italiano. In this special episode, we are joined by the Pierluigi Collina of Italian Rugby, who takes us behind the curtain of life as a professional referee. So today we welcome a man whose face will be familiar with all rugby fans. You may have seen him in such hits, such as the Six Nations, or when he refereed the United Rugby Championship final between the Stormers and Munster. You'll also be seeing him in a couple of weeks' time at the Rugby World Cup, where he has been announced so far on the officiating team of six matches. Please give a big round of applause to Italian rugby referee Andrea Piardi. Hello, thank you so much for joining us. Hello, guys. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. So great to have you here. We're so excited. An absolute pleasure. And the first thing I think to say is that is a lovely shirt you're wearing. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Well, I think it was the shirt of the of the final in 2021. You can see here. Oh, that's so cool. Petrarca versus... It was... Rovigo? Petrarca, Rovigo, yes. 20th of June, 2021 in Padova. Ah, oh, beautiful Fantastic. shirt. That's Eddie excited. That's yeah, Eddie's wet dream. He loves he loves stash. <laughs> anything like that. When he, he complimented you, he's saying anything, oh, any socks, that? anything you've got. <laughs> referee okay. stash is still stash. Absolutely. In fact, actually, referee stash, I think, is more valuable than player stash. Yeah, because there's only one of you. Or three on it. There's, there's what, 46 players, only three of you, and normally Ben Whitehouse sitting in a van somewhere. But... Yeah, most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I will jump straight in. I am so curious. Obviously, you have built your career up. You're on a roll at the minute. You seem to be everywhere. It's so exciting seeing an Italian ref like umpiring some of the top, top level games. Um, and I'm just Really curious about your story. Tell us how you got into refereeing. So I was a player. played for in my city for uh, around 15 years, since I was six until 20, 22, so 10 years ago. Is it Brescia? Yes, correct. Brescia. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's correct. Uh, at the same time, I was playing with uh, Gianluca Gnecchi. He's another Italian referee. Yeah. So we played in the same, in the same squad. I was his captain, so it was always difficult having me as a captain during the game. I was most of the time against the ref. <laughs> As it started before me, the referee career, he told me, Andrea, let's try, because you're speaking too much uh, against the ref. You need to try. <laughs> you need to try to be a ref. I said, okay, let's do that. To put your money where your mouth is. Yeah, exactly. I think it was in 2011, 2010, 2011. Wow. No, I think it was... 2011, because in 2010 I had an injury, uh, my ACL. So I I sent an email to the uh, regional boss of the of the referee, and I said, okay, I want to try. Uh, there is any test I need to do, and he said, yep, uh, there is a referee course. It was like six or seven evenings, about two hours each, when they just explain you basically what is a referee mm -hmm. uh, and some of the laws, of course. You go through all the all the laws. And it's all, all the entire theories, laws. not practical. Yeah, yeah, no, no, all theories. Yeah, because I'm speaking personally, but when I was a player, I didn't know any laws at all. What, what position were you? Uh, number seven. Oh, oh right. So yeah, a, yeah, a, a, a part, of, of, a part of, of side and the ball you must pass the ball backwards <laughs> that, that was the that was the, the my entire uh low book uh, at the time so it was pretty difficult to learn every single lows of the game but it was so good and was uh it helped me a lot during the first two years when i was a player and a ref at the same time oh, yeah because you can do that in Italy. I, I don't know in England, but in Italy, you can be a ref and a player at the same time. Not in the same match. <laughs> Not in the same match, <laughs> but at the same time. So I was a referee on Saturday and a player on, on Sunday. Uh, so he, he asked me about, we are speaking about 10 years ago, uh, referee course exam. Uh, after the exam, you started from the junior league, 
so under mm -hmm. 14, 16, 18. Yeah. Then you go through the national panel. The national panel is third division, Serie mm -hmm. C, Serie B, second division, Serie A, first mm -hmm. division, and then top 10. Mm -hmm. If you're good enough, you go to another level. I was pretty lucky uh, because in 2013 or 14, I started a referee academy. Uh, there was a referee academy now, now no more, but it was every single month from October to, to May. We stayed in Tirrenia, is near Livorno in, in Tuscany for three days per month. Wow. We trained as a, a lowest point of view and on the pitch too. I did this academy for three years and then I moved to top 10 uh, right. in 2017. After that, I started with some rugby Europe games, mm -hmm. then World Rugby games. I was AR in the um, Junior Rugby World Cup in mm -hmm. Tbilisi in 2017. Then I moved to the trophy as a referee in 2017 in Uruguay. Then in 2018 and 19, I was a ref in the Junior World Cup in France and in Argentina. Uh -huh. And then after COVID, I started to be a referee at the, at the top level. How does that jump, the big jump there from doing Italian domestic rugby yeah. and then what, then the FIR have to put forward a player, I guess, a ref. To, yeah. to go to the, uh, the Junior World Cup or to go, you know, to put forward a referee for European rugby competition. But they, at that point, the Italian referee will definitely get a, a game. It's a good question. So my union put my name on the table and then it's up to World Rugby to pick this this name from the table or not. So they, they said, okay, yeah, you go through the trophy from 2017 as a referee in Uruguay. And then if you are there, you, you have a game, of course. So you are part of the panel of the referee of the tournament. And at what stage do you become part of the FIR's like team of referees when you're doing the junior levels and, and Serie C already at that point? Are you affiliated? Since the beginning, you are you are with FIR. Okay. And then Since the beginning. when you get to the top, they have a pool of referees and they put forward a bunch of names to World Rugby or just like... No, just one name. They ah, nominate okay. just one name, they send you to that tournament, to that level or... So, yeah. like, actually, your climb has been super quick in terms of yeah. becoming the yeah. name. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was lucky at the same time, you know. Um, I think there was a gap between Marius, the, our top uh, our top referee at the time, um, Marius Mitrea, and there was probably a, a gap between me and him, and mm -hmm. I tried to fill the gap. Great. At the same time, Fiat wanted to fill the gap between me and him. They pushed me a lot. They helped me a lot. Now I can say it works. Yeah. Um, I'm happy. I'm happy now. And the the refereeing in Italy is obviously in Italian. So that, that also, when you get picked to leave Italy and do international world rugby stuff, that, that must have been a bit of a, a change as well, I guess. Yeah, of course. In terms of you need to speak in English. Of yeah. You already spoke English or was it? I, I was lucky because my mom is an English teacher. Ah, oh, fantastic. Uh, Andy. Um, yeah, so, so my English is not, it's not perfect, but uh, no, it's I, great. I, I, I was lucky. I was lucky. But at I the guess, time. and actually it's tricky as well, because you're not just speaking English, you're, you're applying really technical language for a specific. Yeah, yeah but sometimes, you know, it's it easier. There are only certain words or yeah. or something so you need to learn that words and you will find <laughs> That's true. like for, if you are french they don't speak english at all but they are good enough to to be in the middle in, yeah. in a game because they they know the, the terms words. yeah exactly no, well that, that's actually i think that people have said before because then you know there's a few bilingual referees and people referee but if you're the world cup for example coming up there's going to be all sorts of languages there and there aren't going to be too many referees who speak portuguese yeah. You know, the, the only um, Georgian referee, uh, people, referees that speak Georgian are going to be Georgian referees who won't be refereeing those games. So uh, do you think at that level, when decisions are made in a split second, like the difference between giving away a penalty or not giving away a penalty is, you know, a click. Do you think those teams are at a slight disadvantage that they've it's always second language? Or do you think because it's only a few phrases they've got to learn that it sort of evens itself out? I think if you arrive at top level, uh, as a team, as a player, 
you need to know perfectly what you what yeah. what, mm-hmm. what is your role at the moment. You need to try to to prevent any single penalties that you are giving away. I was thinking a lot about um, mainly the front row at scrums, where sometimes yeah. the mm. it can be quite complicated what the referee is asking. But I suppose the the props are just pretending not to understand, but really <laughs> they know exactly what's going uh, on. Hundred percent, ninety nine point nine percent. They they <laughs> they knows perfectly what they are doing. So they they knows they knows. They know, they know for sure. <laughs> they know for sure. So we, we we shouldn't we shouldn't when we're watching it on TV we shouldn't get suckered in by their by their big eyes looking all confused. Yeah, and, yeah. And like they're being <laughs> no, hard done by. No, don't fall for no. it. No, no, no. They Can know, I? They... I do. I do appreciate. Is it? Um, Andrew Brace is great because he sometimes I've heard him if he's doing so and some of them do it with French but I think he's the one who speaks in Italian sometimes to give he, like he, little calls he, he's learning he's learning I, I stayed with Bracey two weeks ago uh, we were together in um, in London oh great he's uh, learning Italian but I, I mean, He's as a spectator, I really appreciate it when you hear yeah. him give a call or like, you know, just those one word. Like, no, no, it's good. He's learning Italian. Jocker. I think that's Wally one of the ones yeah. 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 Jocker. Yeah. Sometimes he texts me and he tried to, to ask me some advice. Uh, like, I don't know, how do you call like um, hands in the rack? Yeah. Ah, Ma- yeah. Ma- money rack. Money rack. How do you call that? Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So, and... Is Fori Gioco or Fori Gioco? I don't know. <laughs> That's Fori Gioco, Bracey. Fori Gioco. But I love that. I, I think so many people appreciated that. Yeah, you know, a lot, yeah. A lot, a lot, especially the players. Yeah. The players. You Look can at- build a better relationship with them. Exactly. Mm. And I think even as you say, like the players will know like offside in English, but it's just hearing somebody make the effort when, yeah. you know. No, absolutely. In the national team, everyone, they playing in like in USC, for example. So mm-hmm. you, yeah, and, and they are used to be ref in English, so they, they know. But at the same time, when when a ref tried to to speak with you with the same language, I think is is great. Yeah, help you a lot to be a good relationship with, with, with that. Yeah, I really yeah. agree. I think my one of my favourite stories about referees and language. I think it was the the derby between Benetton and Zebre a couple of years ago, and I think it was um, your friend Gianluca was um, yeah. refereeing it. And then halfway through, he just sort of stormed over to the Benetton dugout in Manigo and was like, "You can't talk to me like that." <laughs> I understand what you're saying. You can't talk to me like that. Because all season, they'd got used to being able to say whatever they wanted over there. Exactly. In no, Italian. No idea what's going on. And then they have a referee who speaks Italian. And it's like, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, at the same time, Joy Nevi. Uh, yeah. She's learning. She's learning Italian. Because her wife, she's Italian. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're trying to help the baby to, to, to speak oh. in, in, in Italian. In both. Yeah. That's great. Exactly. Just a, a tiny little baby. Fori Jocko. Fori Jocko. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, so tell us what is like the weekly life of a referee like? I mean, this is now your your full time job. So. So to be honest, I, I I started right now to be full time in, okay. in in June. In sorry, in oh, Ju- wow. the first of first of July. Yeah. I have Congratulations. A new with, uh, Congratulations. Thank you. Have a new contact with the federation. They helped me with uh, with that a lot. So before I was part time. Uh-huh. Half of the, of the day I was. Um, I'm an engineer. Mm. So I work in a company. Uh, we made plastic objects. And um, so half of the day I was I was an engineer, and in the afternoon I was was ref. That sounds very full time. Like it sounds like you don't yeah, get a lot of no hours off. off. Yeah. No time off. No. Wow. No time off. Especially now in the last two years when I had like meetings every yeah. single day, um, Zoom calls and preparation for the games, watching the games, review the games that you that you have. It was really, really a full time. So I spoke with fear and we find a good, a good I think a good deal. And now I'm I'm a full time act, so I can be focused on only on, on the referee point of view for the next years. And I think it's, it's crucial for us. Yeah. So yeah, basically now I'm trying to change every single things in my life. So I can speak about the past. I work in the morning, come back at home, review the game. If it's Monday uh-huh. or Tuesday, you review the game. I have a chat with my coach. He's uh, my coach now. He's Alain Roland. 
probably. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah. Every time after the game, we have a call together and we go through some sort of playlist. How can we fix this? How can how do we want to change this? How can we ref better like this action or this situation? After that, you go through a summary on your laptop in a, a specific portal in internet. It's called MS. It's a website. There is like all the games and uh, the games are, are coded. Are, so, co coded? Collated. Like they, Yes, collated, but at the same time, you have all the single penalties, all the single scrums, ah, all the single line out, and you go wow. through every single step. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you review the game with your coach, and then you put that on, on this system. Mm -hmm. So everybody uh, can, can see this. Great. For example, this penalty was wrong. Yeah. So it's a cross, red cross. Ah. This penalty was right. So it's a green mark. It's like this. Is it, even on, on World Rugby, we are using this portal. That's called AMS. That's so interesting. I had no idea, but that makes so much sense. And it must be so helpful for you guys after games, like to be able to look at, you know, all yeah, of the different exactly. line outs and it just makes it so much clearer to see them next to each other. Yeah. Right? And at the same time, you can learn from the other game. Yeah. Um, so from the other games, you can see like, okay, this was right, this was wrong, or let me see this situation if it was refereed correctly or not. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we have like a situation like this and close of plays on Mon on sorry Wednesday and you go on from Wednesday afternoon to Friday, you go through the preparation for the next game. Right. So you need to, to, to prepare the teams to, to prepare the game. You have a chat with your team because you are not alone. We have, of course, there's a referee to where yeah. And the TMO. There is a preparation with with the team during the during the week, and then you you have the game on Saturday. And presumably that preparation with the team, are you guys all together physically for those days before, or is it you're all over? So the place? usually we we travel the day before the game. Yeah. Um. So we travel on Friday if the game is on Saturday, and we travel on Thursday if the game is on Friday. Sometimes we have a meeting online, and sometimes physically if we have time. Okay. And because sometimes we are traveling from different venues, so sometimes we, we are not able to find a good yeah a good time to be together. Like usually, I don't I don't like to have the meeting the same day of the game. Yeah, I prefer to have a meeting before the day before. So sometimes it's the flights are not they are not working with the times yeah. we have a meeting on Zoom. That makes sense. Yeah. And yeah. how much communication is there before or after with the? the coaching staff or the manager of the, of the clubs or countries that you've you've refereed they have an opportunity to speak to you beforehand and also after the game is there like a you talked about the ticks and the crosses and how you analyze it do they have access to that or is that totally private they, they don't have access to that at all levels they don't have access to to this system but there is a protocol um like they, they can send you some questions before the game uh, with mm -hmm. the clicks they send okay. you clips with the questions and sometimes you can have um, a zoom meeting with them or you you can have a meeting with them yeah like for example two weeks ago with uh week we had a zoom call before the mm -hmm. game. so they can they send you some 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 clips and questions there is a meeting and after the game this at the same time they can send you some some okay. questions and clips okay. mm -hmm. And then if you're, not, you're not, a, not a Zoom meeting. If they after the game they send you this stuff, you're obliged to sort of respond and give your Yeah, they send you all these to your referee manager or okay. to, to the boss at World Rugby, uh, to Joel, uh, judge. Um then he replies with your reply. Okay. And is it you, with not, your answer, sorry. With your not answer. not for you, obviously, because you know you're you're perfect. But uh, but for other mere mortal referees, is it common for them to sort of you know how often behind closed doors do they go to a coach or manager and reply saying, yeah, sorry, that was looking yeah, back every, at it, that wasn't right. Every single games. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. Every single games. If something is clearly wrong, you can just reply, yeah, I got it wrong. Sorry. Okay. Great. And move on. Yeah. Because a lot of things when I was asking people, you know, like, oh, what what should I ask? The, the sort of theme that obviously came up, and we'll be very diplomatic about this, but obviously rugby refereeing is under a spotlight, or it seems to be under a spotlight right now with decisions, some very big decisions, committees, 
before that as well, you know, fans seem to be more angry than they used to be towards officiating, which I guess must add a, an additional pressure to the job. But I think part of that is that from a fan's point of view, when you watch a game and you see something, you think, oh, that wasn't right. Not if it's a massive thing like Owen Farrell or something, which is then going to be all over the media and torn apart. But you never get any, you don't see any of the feedback. So you watch it and go like, well, hang on, I feel like my team were a bit hard done there. And then that that's it. You, there, no one ever comes back and answers the, the fans about what was right or wrong. And I think that sort of doesn't help the angry Twitter trolls. <laughs> um, no, 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 it's a, it's a very good question. Right now we have a problem with social media. Yeah. Uh, so that there's a lot of abuses against us. Yeah. Uh, like it, it's strange, and at the same time, it's, it makes perfectly sense. So when I when I read a game, the first things that appear on my Instagram is that game. The only comment that I can see is against me. It makes sense. But we have a lot of problems with uh, with social media. So how we want to to be better on on these type of things? Like if there is a clear decision that was wrong or a big decision that was right. Now we have Whistle Watch uh, with Nigel Owen. Mm-hmm. That's really good. I really enjoy that. Yeah. was um, uh, an agreement between World Rugby and, and us as referees to have this. On one hand, it's a good idea. And I was really happy with that. On the other hand, sometimes if there is a, a, a wrong decision... It, it really... just validates the people saying... Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. But... We need to be honest. We don't need to to hide us. But sometimes do you think that sort of laws in rugby, are they too subjective sometimes? Like, you know, there's a lot of grey area in lots of decisions that are made where you probably get four referees watching the same thing and have it split 50-50 about what the actual call should be. Yeah, it's, sometimes it's really difficult. The laws are, how can I say, mm, questionable sometimes. You need to try to inter- interpret it. Interpret, yeah. So we have, uh, we want to be consistent as a group. We have yeah. guidelines and we go through these guidelines during the game and even our review or before the game, especially during the game. We, we follow like a process, like for, like for example, the ad content process with the head injuries. We go through a clear process in the mall or line out. We go through a process. Yeah. Otherwise, it's too difficult to yeah. Yeah. to ref a game. What I think is really great is that all of you seem to be really united. And I think that's super important. But like, and, and also the fact that, as you say, yes, there's one ref who's running on the pitch, but you're a team. And what I think is great is that the ref gets advice from the touch judges and, and like you can see that you guys are working together to go through and like if somebody might maybe have a moment where they've forgotten something or haven't seen something you can you see the touch judges go like oh but you know and also this yeah. just i think that's great because otherwise it can feel very isolating um, yeah absolutely that's why we 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 are a team of four yeah we are not like just one man in the middle alone well we are a team and we are a team of four yeah so what does it mean referee two ar and dmo or team of three in the pitch, referee and two AR. Yeah, you're right. Do you think the the bunker is going to to help? We've seen it. Obviously, it's been in the spotlight again a bit with some big yeah. decisions, but um, it's made it much faster watching it when you know the referee is able to go yellow card review. Is it Ben that has to do it again in his burger van? <laughs> or, um... Sometimes <laughs> I would be I would be a bunker in, in the World Cup. Ah, in some games. Great. I would be a bank. Oh. At the World Cup, there, there will be two bunkers, uh, not only one. Okay. To be honest with you, when when I heard the name bunker was in March, the first time that I heard it was during the, during a meeting in London after the Six Nations, and it was the first time that I that I heard the name bunker. I knew that in the Super Rugby day they were using the mm. the bunker, and the TMO has like eight minutes to find that like a, yeah. an, an outcome um i was not a big fan in march but now i can see more benefits than than problems and negatives why was your initial reaction to be not so keen i was like in my mind was like okay we are not making the decision now yeah uh, we are not you know we are, we are trying to do to to avoid or try to to find an excuse not to make in the decision. Yeah. But now I can see the the benefits, uh, especially at a high level, 
when the pressure is huge during the yeah. during some of the of the situations. And now I think it's much better for anyone. TMO check to replace. Okay, is it a minimum yellow card? Yes, a minimum yellow card or field review yellow card. And then the TMO, sorry, the banker, not the TMO, uh, has eight minutes. Yeah. Mm. To upgrade or or not your your yellow card. But you still can give a, a straight red if you're. I think in the Italy Romania game that was a a straight red. Yeah. Yes, uh, I agree. Uh, the only difference was I think um, I'm not sure if I'm wrong if I'm, I'm if I'm correct. But in Italy Romania there was not a banker, so ah. the banker was not appointed in that game. Okay. okay. At the same time. So there are only two two games uh, with no banker, with no banker, and it was Italy, Romania, and Ireland, Samoa, this weekend. Uh, okay. So when you don't have the banker, you need to go um, make a decision with your yeah with your ad contact process. Yeah. Otherwise, we are agreed as a as a WRB referees that we go every time to the banker okay. with a yellow card. Ah, okay. So there's no decision uh, where it's like this is clearly a red. I'm going only, only, only if there is a clear full play. But I'm speaking like a punch, right? In, yeah. in, in, okay. Or like a high edge or something like that. Yeah. So otherwise, yellow card okay. or field review. But uh, I can see more benefits now. It helps yeah. uh, help a lot of teams to to move on. Help a lot of us to move from from some some situation because you need to remember guys when we have a like a, and we we already know during the game if there is a like a 60 40 uh situation when we are not 100 sure we are following like a, a process but we 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 know that this decision will have consequences yeah. we have yeah, like yeah thousands of problems after, after the game so if this happened uh, at the first minute of the game yeah, mm -hmm. you you go through all the game with with this in your mind. You try yeah. to, to to isolate this. You try to move on. You try to be focused on what you're what are you doing. But something in your in your mind yeah. is always there. It must um, be so hard because it's that human element, right? At the end of the day, like we're asking referees need to be so um, detached. We're expecting every decision to be taken in exclusively that moment. But at the end of the day, everyone is a human being. And as you say, if you've given a red card in the first minute of the game, you can be the best referee in the world, but you that will be in yeah, your no, mind. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Especially when there, when there is a situation where when it's 50-50. Yeah. Uh, when it's a clear red, okay, it's clear. You can, yeah. you can be focused on, on something else. But when something happened to you and he happened happened to me I, I perfectly remember when when i gave a yellow card during the game and i was more on red but the tmo challenged me uh. the my ir challenged me and i gave a, a yellow card and in my mind well, i was red yeah. and mm -hmm. it was in my mind for all all the game yeah you know? mm -hmm. yeah yeah but you need to be strong enough to try to to be focused for, for the rest of the game almost everyone i've spoken to about sort of you know what should we ask or what what we say so everyone's spoken about how much mental resilience it must take you know and that's something that most people probably haven't thought about is not only after the game the twitter the social media mm. aspect oh you've sent off someone from one of the big rugby nations so suddenly there's hundreds of thousands of people who are angry with you but i've never thought about actually for the rest of the game how that would play on your mind in the in the back of it and then also you've got to be careful not to not to lean too far the other way you can't be like exactly i need to sort of give this team charity now because i did that yeah yeah exactly so i think it's human try to you want everyone with you okay mm -hmm. you want yeah. both both of the team with you yeah but you can't at the end of the day there's a winner and there is a a loser team yeah, yeah. yeah, you need to be strong with your mind. But at the same time, when you when you are in the middle, um, speaking personally, when I'm in the middle, I'm really, really focused on, on the game. There can be one fan in the old stadium or 60,000. Yeah. yeah, for me, it's, it's completely the same. I'm so focused on the game mentally you need to be strong and i think i i mean i think the more united 
the refereeing world is the better because it kind of shuts out the noise right if you guys uh, as much as possible united in an agreement um it's that funny thing isn't it like if a referee's done an amazing job no one's going on twitter to say like what an amazing job the referee did you say that but it's the i opposite. read <laughs> i read loads on Twitter about what a good job you did in the URC final. <laughs> That's true. There was even a video I watched on YouTube of these South Africans who normally slate everything. And they were saying it was a brilliant refereeing performance. What I mean is people are generally like, it's just people are just so quick to, to oh, get no, angry I, at him, I, I, rather I than it, to ever like go, you know, you're never going to be unless he's incredible or like, you know, unless you feel like he's done your team well or objectively was incredible. Like, the anger response is always going to be the thing that ends up on social media. And so, yeah. 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 It's strange because referee, you're not winning something. Yeah. And it's not like, a, and there's no a medal, there's no like a trophy, yeah. there's nothing. You just want to try to be under the radar and yeah. outside all the problems. Yeah. Eddie and I work in theatre and we always say it's a, a similar example is lighting. Like if a show is well lit or like if everything goes perfectly, like scenographically, etc., no one's noticing that the lighting is perfect. But if something goes wrong or if it's bothered them, it's the first thing you'll say is like, oh, did you notice when that happened? Uh, and actually, like, it's it's about going under the radar. If no one's talking about it, it means you did a great job, basically. Mm, it takes perfect sense. Andrea, a serious question from my father, who is a man of a certain age, and like lots of former men... Former men? <laughs> <laughs> former amateur rugby players of a certain age. The thing I hear all the time, and I'm sure Richard's dad says the same thing, <laughs> Why do the scrum halves not have to put the ball in straight? And I hear this. Anyone over 60, it's their go-to response to any refereeing things. Oh, well, they feed the scrums nowadays. They might as well put it in the number eight's feet. Why is that just ignored? Huh? It's always a good battle between, between the scrum coach, between some of the players, between some coaches against the ref. Uh, I think it's because sometimes scrum is so difficult to be ref. Mm. That you you just want the ball in, ball out. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, you it's not allowed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we 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 try every time to find a balance. Maybe the balance is too on the other way. But um, but because it's such a difficult area, really, I, I'm serious. It's so difficult, and can be like a fold on this side and a fold on the other side, and can be yeah. like this one is fault and on the other side the opposite so yeah. sometimes all the whistle against red and they are on on the far side called yeah. a penalty against the blue so it, it's not always so so easy now we try to find a, a balance between the feet and the scrum but sometimes we just and and i want to be honest with you we just close our eyes yeah because we want so one bowling ball out. Yeah. But sometimes they they are really furious against us because our voices too, because sometimes we ignore a clear shocking feed. And it, it's not good to see from, from, from our side. There is a low, so you need you need to you need to ref the low. The scrum is a nightmare. But the other the other thing this is this is going to change world rugby forever so i hope you're ready because it's something i've spotted and I, i'm glad i could bring it to your attention is that the line outs you get lots of hookers they stand with their heels barely touching the line yeah but then when they go to throw it they stand up on their toes and their heel is no longer touching the line and i've i've been watching this and I, i'm <laughs> If you could give me the the emails to go through the official channels of who I could, uh, yeah, I, I will give you the emails after. Oh, of course, it's a and huge if... problem for us. So I will give you, I will, I will give you the, I will give you the email. We need and... to, to find a solution for this. Thank you. And if if you were to be the first referee to to pick that up, maybe yeah. I don't know at the World Cup. I think, I think maybe at the final of the World yes, Cup. Yes, yes. Mm. Mm. But yeah. unfortunately, you won't be able to be in the World Cup final because Italy will be. Uh, in the final. Yeah, so. you're right. Yeah, you're right. So you're, you're right. So I think it's a it's a good idea. A penalty against a team because with one minute. Well, yeah, with one minute to go. 
and they, and then they we win the World Cup. That's how you make yeah. your your name. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, how yeah. You, that's how you that's how you trend on Twitter, Andrea. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You will be number one in Instagram and Twitter yeah. and everywhere. Actually, that does that does bring me to a question: Are you allowed to advise the Italian national team on kind of? rules and changes and and, and just sort of tips and and things yeah, that are, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah yeah absolutely sometimes i go to to the camp with the national team um, sometimes i work with zebra sometimes with yeah. Tom, um because i think it's, it's really important to build a relation between us and i think it's, it's crucial for the team to be better with a discipline um yeah. so yeah yeah we work we work with the national team are there any particular areas you think that italian rugby legally um, you know the, the the areas that they they could improve on i think they improved a lot yeah they they improve a lot because they started to work with the uh, with the referee so now we have marius mitrea our referee manager that is working with the national team so he reviewed the games he gives feedback to to the national coach to the to to kiran to all the players uh, at the same time alain Roland is working with them sometimes uh-huh. so they improved a lot so sometimes yeah. it just you are giving away a penalty because you are off it in iraq but i cannot see any trends now from italy in the past was different uh, i believe now you, you you cannot you cannot see a clear trend they are just penalties but they are there's no like systematic no, thing no, that no. they're continuously. No. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I can't really. Yeah. I mean, as just a, a, a basic spectator, I can't think of anything specific like that that's repetitive. Yeah. Or... Well, if you look, if you look at the heels of the hooker when they throw it in, <laughs> they're often from, on from tomorrow. I, I will, I will say to Wayne, Wayne Barnes, <laughs> this weekend. Wayne, we need to let that. Uh, he will be so happy. Yeah, he yeah, will be very happy. <laughs> he would be very happy because also i guess part of as you say is is working with refs do you and lamaro or you you the like refs on kind of developing that sort of ref captain rapport which presumably obviously you see like really experienced captains just yeah can speak to a referee in a way that obviously he's still super young um, yeah we, we me and michaela we we had a, a good relationship and um we, we spoke a lot of times about that and now he's working with Marius most of the time. So yeah, they they are working on, on that. It is crucial. Yeah. Good, yeah. A good a good captain is not the captain that always speaking against the ref or speaking to the ref, but he's speaking to the ref only at certain times yeah. and with certain space. Usually, a good captain puts you in trouble with with these questions. Really. Because they knows the they knows the laws. They know yeah. the laws really well. Good captain knows the law really well, and they know when they can put you in trouble or not. A, a player that I always thought was really good at that, uh, annoyingly so, I thought was Alan Wynne Jones. Uh, sort of also asking questions, you know, just sort of request. Absolutely. Is that is that three penalties down here? And that yeah. that kind of question, you know, you know what he's yeah. getting at. Yeah. You know yeah. where yeah. he's coming from. You know, but he's not saying it. He's not asking for a yellow yeah. card, but he's sort of no, no, no. no, absolutely. <laughs> Or they ask you why that player was was off feet, and you you watch the replay on on the screen, and he was perfectly on his feet. So uh, you you can reply, mm, yeah, fair point. Uh, but yeah, because that's it and as well, of, right? You yeah, and a, and a referee, as we've already touched on, is is having to monitor a million things. Like rugby is so complex. There's so many rules. There's so many things. It's not not taking anything away from being a football referee they have their own issues and things they have to contend with but you're dealing with so many things so quickly that uh, yeah if you are a, a, a decent skipper who kind of is, has has a few years behind him he can you would just try where possible to try and sneak a little comment in because then it'll it could get in a rap's head of like oh i should be watching for this and i may have not miss that and sometimes they 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 ask you things to be focused on 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 the other team but it's exactly the same thing they are doing so like for example uh, like i remember um, uh, i john asking me uh, with ospreys uh, ref can you please watch the uh, was was really something really specific in the line out i don't remember what and i'll review every single line out ospreys did the same 
<laughs> every single lineup. So I was so focused on the other team and I missed his team <laughs> for, for, for all the game. So, so sneaky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely and i'm always just impressed how you guys don't get hit with the ball all the time oh it's sometimes amazing. sometimes you... sometimes <laughs> well sometimes think... you get caught in like the whenever a ref uh, gets in the in. urc final i was <laughs> yeah. i was really in the middle and they hit me so hard <laughs> and i i was lying on on my on my back for like a split of a second i said oh Jesus, i'm i'm dead um, Were well, you like, this is why I became a referee to not get it? Jesus, yeah, no. They pushed me into another player, and like, so was so 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 a big hit. And I remember, I remember my TMO. I was, I think, it was Ben Ben Whitehouse asking me, Andrew, are you okay?" I said, "Yes, yes, man." Or was it was he asking in case you had to get his boots on leave <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. the van? Yeah, he, he was ready. He was ready, like a superman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The referee as well, you get to the top levels where you're getting, it's such an interesting place as well. To As a physical, I mean, you're in great shape, Andrea. You're, you're looking absolutely in great shape. But, Thank you. But, Thank you know, the, the players playing international rugby at the top, top level are absolute monsters. And you, you're right there. You must be able to... <laughs> What was it like the first time you were there and you you felt how much they were crunching each other and how fast the game actually moves when you're in the middle of the park where no one else is allowed to be? They are really fast. and <laughs> They are super big sometimes. <laughs> Impressive how big they are. But, yeah, you need you need to train a lot. Yeah. Um, you need to train a lot. Yeah, I, I train every single day. Like different kind of... Sorry, my, my cats... Oh. They are fighting against each other. Hey, <laughs> ref the and, cats. Um, ref the cats. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> ref the cats. Yeah, you need to train a lot. Um, like in in the gym, in the field, uh, in the pool. So there are lots of different aspects you need to 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 train because they train every single day, and and you ref. Yeah, like yeah. elite players and yeah. like really athletic players, and they are so fast. So fast. with the World Cup coming up, do you guys will all the refs be coming together sort of beforehand? And do you guys do training together and physically? Yep. I mean, like actual physical. So we will stay together for two months. Wow. Yeah, starting from the first of September. <gasps> so next week, I'm traveling to France on Friday, and we will be staying in the same hotel for two months. Yeah. So we will train together. We will have a review together. We will have lunch together, dinner together. Yep. And we've spoken a lot about how much of a team you all are, but are you competitive with each other as well? Especially the English. They are so competitive. <gasps> really? So yeah. They love to be competitive. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. They love, they love like races. They love like every single kind of, of stuff. <laughs> I'm really chilly and really relaxed. I don't care. <laughs> But yeah, especially the English boys. They want to win. The Latin guys, they're more relaxed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we, English people love taking the fun out of things. <laughs> <laughs> we just love it. Who's the funniest referee? I think he's uh, he's Matthew right now. Oh, uh, really? He's really funny. <laughs> it's really funny because when he speaks English, uh, he has a, of course, with the uh, same as me, um, he has a French accent and mm. sometimes he's so relaxed <laughs> and like, like, guys, why are we speaking about this? He's so simple. Okay. <laughs> there is a law. We need, we need to follow the law. So he's so funny and yeah, he's a, he's a really great character. So yeah, him, Ben O'Keefe, he's a great guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. But there's, uh, to be honest, I'm, I have a good relationship with, uh, with all, all of them. He's a really good group. Of referees, fantastic. Uh, in the past, was more like the competition was really huge, and um, now it's completely different. We are more more a team, we yeah, more a team, uh, nice. than in the past. You are, as far as Italian rugby referees go, I think you're becoming the Colina of rugby, right? We have the same. We have the same <laughs> head, so easily. No, you're, you're a much more attractive man, but I mean, in terms of just stature and greatness, right? Um, was it, I, I, oh my God, I just had a moment where I can't remember his first name. Pierluigi, was it Pierluigi? Pierluigi. Pierluigi Gollina, for you English boys who don't know. We know, he's the one with the eyes. 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. You remember him, coach? Yeah. I yeah. think that, the whole world knows him. He, he was, was like a... the number one football referee in, in the world. I mean, he was, he was fantastic. But I, I'm going to say that you're, you'll be the, the rugby version of, of Colina. Um, yeah, we, we see. Speaking of him, do you have a rugby, uh, not a rugby, a referee icon or like a hero or someone that you aspire? There were a lot of referees that I that I really like. I'm not speaking now because, yeah, uh, like <laughs> speaking in the past, uh, I think mm-hmm. Alain was really good. Yeah, it was, mm-hmm. was a great referee, and the ref that I really like was Romain Poit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I really likes how he he was able to to manage the game, and um, another one was um, no, I cannot say that. He's still wearing some. Yeah. Oh. oh, well, when they retire, you'll have to you'll have to yeah. tell, say who they were. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we can put yeah. our bets in on the side, guys. Um, put, we'll, we'll start a little bet on who. He's a really good referee for me right now. There are oh. two good referees, more, more than two, but I, I really like one particularly, but I would not say that. Okay, well, we'll have to have you back once they retire. You can be like, guys, exactly. <laughs> I'll tell you who. <laughs> And I suppose the final question, refereeing can be a really long career. And what is the dream for you? Um, so now we have, after the World Cup, a new cycle, okay? Because mm. we we work, usually we work for from a four-year cycle from the World Cup to, to the next one. So my goal between now and, and then would be in the pool for the referee to the next World Cup. And I yeah. would try to to work on that, at least in the first list of the referees for, right. for the next World Cup, and then we will see. I'm sure you can do it. It's not. It's not so. It's not easy. It's not, not easy, easy. But you. But you. Right. You got one of the what there's the, in the Northern Hemisphere. There's the four, maybe five major finals in the year. You've got the Premiership, the top fourteen, but they're with their French and English refs. So then you've got the yeah. Champions Cup and the Challenge Cup, and then you've got the URC. And so you've got the one of the major major yeah. rugby finals this year that's true was that but, super special i mean how did you find out or were you expecting it i think i don't realize yet what i did hasn't sunk in to be honest yeah it was so so fast it happened yeah. so fast that i didn't realize but it's i i like like this i don't i don't like to think about much more on on certain things it's true because um, they don't announce them with a load of notice right like when you're going to ref a game they announce the referees what a few weeks beforehand yeah. so yeah. i think you know the fact that your career is kind of snowballed and just such an effectively like it's just so impressive over the space of yeah. I mean, pre-covid you weren't on a, a the national no, level now yeah um yeah. so yeah it's good and um, i mean um i'm really happy right now uh but at the same time there's a lot of pressure um mm. and there's a lot of things that i need to work on yeah i'm, I'm ready and my my federation is, is supporting me very well right now great. that's great i mean that they've you know as of this summer you're now full-time that's huge in itself right yeah. it's yeah no it's good they help me a lot and they are still help me i think for the next years and um uh, working with the land is is really special. I mean, um, it was referee in two thousand seven of the World Cup, uh, the final of the World Cup. So yeah, yeah, he's he was great. So, he was great, but that that was that was a try though. Put <laughs> <laughs> was in touch. Has he ever told you in private? He said, ever said Andrea, by the way, I won't say this in public, but that was a that was a try." No, 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 he didn't. <laughs> and luckily, it was kind of pre-Twitter, so right. Well, yeah. before. I mean, the yeah, thing exactly. is, the thing is, he there, there are there are images of Cueto's foot clearly in touch. In touch, <laughs> yeah. But but yeah. I think I think that's Photoshop. <laughs> fake news. Yeah. Deep fake. Think? Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, but this we will see in the next years. Uh, but it's not it's not easy. I can tell you that um, it's not easy. No, I'm sure. And the competition must be, as you say, a like, huge. Because mm. wow. there are plenty of good referees. So, uh, yeah. In the world, you need to be better than someone else. At the end of the day, so. We will well, see. with that attitude, I'm sure you will. Yeah.
We have full faith. Well, uh, thank you so, so much for taking this time to speak to us. I, I cannot tell you. We've been talking about having you on the podcast basically since we started the podcast, which I mean, it wasn't that long ago, but in March, I was like, oh my God, it would be amazing if we could have Andrea on because I think people spend a lot of time interviewing players, coaches, but like actually refs are so vital for the game, right? Without refs, there is no game. Um, Quite literally all... right in the middle of it. Right in the middle yeah, of it. And it's, and it's Sometimes all... it's too in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes they get hit. Yeah. <laughs> But it's a world that the average person has has no access to. So I really appreciate you taking the time to give us. Thank, some thank you, guys. Um, no. It was it was really special for me, and thanks for having me. And um, if you want to have another one in the future, I will be more than happy. That would be amazing. Oh my gosh, we would absolutely love that, so. especially you know. Yeah. After after the World Cup's coming up, we can't wait to watch you. We will be cheering you on. We're cheering you on every time we see you on TV. We get so excited. So um, yeah, I'm sure Thank your you career will go from strength to strength. Thank you, guys. Thanks a lot. Well, we say it every time, but what a nice guy. What a nice guy. Great, wasn't it? Now, Coach. Coach, you're not going to say you it. You have to say coach, what a nice guy. Yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> what, 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 what did you do? What, I don't what know. You, Sorry. What, I, got, what, what, I think I got, I got a bit aggressive there. What did he do to offend you? It's not like being told what to do. Yeah. Well, now I can't say it without being sincere. <laughs> without being sincere. Without being sincere. Um, <laughs> Fine. Coach has forgotten how to speak. It's because he spoke so much over that. that I did he... have some questions, but I just Oh, no! The, the flow was going... It was very much in your court. Coach! My, and my question was like, it's fine. We'll do what it again. What's your question? I want to know, like, if, um, you know, if a particularly good try happens... Does he get slightly happy? Does he does he also enjoy how good that, that try was? Or does it, I know, but it didn't have a time. I was trying to fit it in, but I know. Well, next time he's he's a good bloke, wasn't he? He said he'd come back, so you know, definitely a new friend. We've got a new friend. That... You might even get some ref socks. Is that stash? No, I'm not so interested in the socks. I can't wear them very often, but all the other stuff massively oh. up for. I wouldn't say no to socks. If anyone's listening, I wouldn't say no. Anyone. Not just anyone's socks. Sounds well, like yeah, it. why not? I'm actually what? running short on socks. I will take anyone's socks. Fine. What a nice guy. Is that better? <laughs> yeah, we'll use that one. <laughs> I'm so inspired by him. We could have a whole other conversation about this, but I think it's so cool how like people like him, Sylvia Turani, when she came on, like, you know, these people have come to rugby really in the last decade as making them their careers. And it's just so great that these Italians are finding their feet in the in the rugby world. It just, well, I think I it's think a we'll sign be seeing of... a lot more of him. Yeah. I think we'll be seeing a lot more, more of him. I think in the next few years, he's going to be a Six Nations regular. Well, just like you all know Pierluigi Collina, I think the rugby world will know who Andrea Piardi is if they don't already. He seems as determined as anyone to, to get to the top, top, top. It's him versus Michele Lamaro for who's going to get to a World Cup final first. <laughs> Annoyingly, I have to cheer for Lamaro, right? You can't, I mean, as much as I want Andrea to do it like they'll both do it they'll both do it that means that italy in our lifetime will both have an italian ref at a final and italy themselves will make in our lifetime final. either you're planning on dying really early or you think lamaro is going to have a really <laughs> <laughs> i know he's young he's 24 but squeeze another three world cups out of him fine italy will win the world cup we'll get to a final in the next three world cups Piardi's got much more than that, actually, because yeah. well, he's 31 and rugby referees can go on for quite a while. Yeah, I thought that was fascinating. Um, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, please share this one because I think it's it's a rare one. We don't often get to see behind the curtain. We wanted to do an interview with him from the off. He was on one of our number one guests to have on. So I'm thrilled that we, we got the opportunity and we will be watching him just as closely as we'll be watching Italy in the World Cup. Right. Grazie tanto, arrivederci. Ciao a tutti, like us, share us, rate us five stars. Ciao. <laughs>